So this morning, when I was getting ready to start podcasting, I realized that my computer was off, which wasn't super normal because usually the computer in the studio where we podcast is always on. So I turned it on and nothing happened. So I'm like, all right, I used used to be in tech support. That is what I did for the family business. I did tech support. And I know that the first thing I have to figure out is if something is plugged in. And so I look there and I'm like, is this thing plugged in? And I realize, well, it is plugged in, but the surge protector is off. I turned the surge protector on and flames literally shot out the back of the computer. And I thought, whoa. That must have been a mistake. Maybe I should try to turn the surge protector on again. And so I pressed the power button again. And again, flames shot out the back of the computer and like came, like it was like a flaming ember thing and it landed on the carpet. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time this has ever happened. Like, what? So, you know, you know what that means? It's an omen that this is one hot topic. Yeah. That's what that omen is. I'm not going to be like, hey, you should stop because your computer burned down and (laughs) there's flames shooting out the back of it. No way. No way. This is a hot topic. We're talking about marketing interns today on this episode of Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts and man, I have hired a lot of interns in the last 17 years that I have operated my company, Make Create Design. Some of them have been amazing. Some of them have been really not amazing. But there are always points in your business where you think to yourself, man, if I just had another set of hands and it doesn't have to be a super experienced set of hands to help me get things done, I could just be so much more successful. And all of us are looking to do our trades on a budget. We're all looking to accomplish great things with our marketing. And sometimes a marketing intern can be the answer to getting things done on a budget and still producing great work. And other times, not so much. So today I am going to talk you through the ins and outs of marketing interns, like what they're really great at, what they're not so great at. So that way, if you're considering hiring a marketing intern for your company or organization, you can learn a little bit through my misadventures and decide if this is the right fit for your team to get your work done and maybe save a buck or two and help a person on their path into an awesome career during the process. So let's get to business. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. So due to the fiery death that my computer died this morning, I am now hanging out in my office and it is booby trapped like Kevin McAllister because I have all these noise canceling like curtain panels all over. And so, yeah, it's pretty interesting getting in and out of here now. It's like 
totally Home Alone style booby trapped. And since it has absolutely nothing to do with interns, I shall move away from talking about my booby trapped office. Okay, so interns. Now, the reason that I have probably hired so many interns throughout the course of my company is because I live in a college town. So we have multiple universities and colleges in my town, and multiple of them also have design programs. We have a big journalism school. So there are a lot of college students around that are looking for work experience. Now, let me get this straight. At May Create, we do not hire interns to do work for our clients. We don't. Our interns are just for us, and they are to help members of our staff get their jobs done more efficiently. That's what we hire interns for. So I am not hiring interns to do billable hourly work for my clients because it is super, super time consuming to have an intern do that level of work because they're just not experienced at it. This is an internship is an entry level working experience and my clients are hiring us to do things that are professional level quality and they want it in a good turnaround time. And I want it in a good turnaround time and I don't wanna babysit the person who's doing it. So let me start by just getting something off my chest for you. If you are considering hiring a marketing intern and you don't want to manage them, don't hire a marketing intern. You are going to have to manage this person. They are not a magical like chief marketing officer. They are not. This is oftentimes like their first actual experience producing work for a client. So they can't just come in and manage themselves and just magically produce things that are going to absolutely meet your expectations. There are lots of things that they can do. That is probably not one of them. So if you don't want to manage them, don't hire one. Another thing is that if you are a perfectionist, don't hire an intern to do your marketing for you because you are a perfectionist and you need to have someone who has a keen attention to detail and has the ability to really read you and produce work for you that's going to meet your expectations. And once again, because this intern is an entry-level experience, they often just don't have that level of intuition yet to be able to design for you and get it right. So if you're a perfectionist, I don't think you should hire an intern. If you do not have the patience to groom someone, to mentor someone, to teach someone how to work, you should not hire an intern. This is oftentimes the very first job that they've ever had. I have fired more interns than any other position in my company in the last 17 years, and it's because they have literally never had a job before and they do not understand what an employer expects out of an employee. Things like showing up. Yeah, I know. It's crazy to think that if you had a job working for my company, I would expect you to be here, but I actually do. You can't just not show up for work. That's the kind of like, and I I literally have to explain it to them, some of them. And then, uh, yes. Okay. So like, I'm not even going to go down that like tirade, but I just want to let you know that you really are mentoring them and you are in a leadership position, helping them learn how to work, how to manage their time, how to be an employee, because so many of them don't 
No. Many of them have never had that menial labor job that I had when I was in high school. Like I waited tables and I worked at the dry cleaners and I babysat and I did all these things. And and a lot of the kids that apply for internships with my company have never done any of those things. They have no idea, right? So you are going to have to coach them through this learning to work situation most of the time. And then, okay, so my last piece of advice that I have to get off my chest is you should probably not hire your kid's friend (laughs) as your marketing intern. I know, it's novel, but I am telling you, it is so tough because you really don't know what this young person is going to be like in a work environment. If you do really know this college student and you want to hire them as an intern and you really feel like they're going to do a great job for you, then that is fine. But if not, do not gamble on it. Don't just hire an acquaintance's friend as an employee of your company because when you have to fire them because they can't figure out that they have to come to work, then it's real awkward. I've had to do it before. I learned the hard way. And Fortunately, the mom of the person that I had to let go and was a work acquaintance of mine absolutely knew what was going on and had been talking to her daughter about it. And it wasn't a surprise to her. And she was not angry with me when I spoke to her afterwards and apologized. (laughs) So yeah, learning experience from me to you. Do not hire your friends or acquaintances children unless they are actually qualified and you know them and you know that they're going to do an amazing job as an intern for your company because firing them gets real awkward. Okay, so now on to awesome intern experiences, right? So especially for nonprofits, hiring interns can be a real win-win because design students can't really get a job until they have work to show. So you are giving them an opportunity to show prospective employers that they can do this work. And also, working for a client is a lot different than working for your teacher. Design students have unlimited amounts of time to get their work done, and interns don't so much have unlimited amounts of time to get their work done unless they plan on working unlimited hours, right? And so you are teaching them what it's going to be like in the design world by giving them this opportunity. So it is a total win-win because you can get some really cool stuff and they can get an amazing work experience that's going to set them up for success in the future. Now, interns can do anything from getting coffee to marketing tasks. They can do bookkeeping, answer your phone or filing. You can have them run errands. Ultimately, like any project that they have the skills for, they can do. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to hire this intern. I'm going to have them do all this marketing stuff for me this summer because it feels like marketing is something that you can really, really delegate. And there are some marketing things that you can delegate. And there's other things that I would suggest that you stay away from. So what can a marketing intern do? I feel like the best marketing intern tasks are entry level or routine tasks that are easy to train. Unless the task is very well documented, I find that like, especially like super technical tasks or tasks that have a lot of gray area are difficult to delegate to interns because they don't understand your expectations. They also just don't have all of that working knowledge to be able to pull together and solve the problem. 
And if the task isn't well documented, then you could literally spend the whole summer trying to train your intern to take on the responsibilities. And then here's the deal. A lot of them are going to leave when school starts. And that is not the best investment of your time. So make sure that you have a documented set of activities for your interns to do. And I find the best intern, uh, like short term, like activities for interns are like very specific projects or routine structured activities. So things like writing blog posts or writing press releases, those things could be easily managed by an intern, especially in our town, because we have a great journalism school and the people who come out of that program can really think and they can and they can write. And so this is an easy task for them to do. Now, I've also hired interns that were just there to do things like make us graphics for social media, design flyers. I had an intern help us and create so many different ideas for our new brand for Make Create years ago. And it was awesome. It was so great to have these young people around on our staff just thinking differently. They were not accustomed to the way that we did things questioning and just bringing a new voice and set of ideas to the table. It's super valuable and and not to mention that they're tech natives. So they can come in and tackle just so many tasks very easily when they're tech-driven routine tasks like social media. Now, Social media interns are really, really great when they're hanging out in your office and experiencing the culture of your organization. If you are going to try to have an intern work remotely for you, this is a bad idea because they don't know how to work most of the time. (laughs) So they have to have someone there that's going to help point them in the right direction. Giving them the experience of being in the office and working with other people is very, very valuable. We don't want them hanging out on their own with their computer. I, I just don't think that's a very, that's just not nearly as valuable for an internship experience. Also, social media is great when they're given clear parameters and identity guidelines. You need to make sure that you explain what you want out of these social posts and have a clear process for review. Have them write some social posts and then review them, let them know what you like and don't like, because through that review process, they're going to really learn how to do the job for you well. And what's really cool is you can have them front load social posts for you for the rest of the year and then schedule them. And then you don't have to worry about it. So that can be a super, super valuable use of an intern. And you can do the same thing with your blog posts or event promotion press releases. Like let them do that work for you because they absolutely can. Another thing I've had great luck with interns for is photography. I've hired two different photography interns and sent them on very specific photography projects. For one of them, I had them wander all around the city and take photos of the city that we live in for Como Gives, which is our year-end, month-long online giving campaign that's May Create does the promotions, the digital promotions for, and it's powered by the Community Foundation of Central Missouri. So like it supports 148 of our local nonprofits, and I need to have photos of our community to promote it. So we had an intern go around and take all those photos for us. They did an amazing job. They've also done a great job of just taking staff photos and we've even had a few client photos. 
some of them are super, super talented photographers. And it's great because they have a very specific assignment. They go do the very specific assignment and it's done. It's not a whole bunch of problem solving from A to Z. I have had far less luck with videography. I've hired two interns to help me with videos and neither one of them worked out hardly at all. It was just tough because those projects had so many more pieces to them that it made it difficult for them to tackle and do and keep moving forward on. I feel like interns are great for event support. So if they have a specific job at an event, maybe they're taking photos of an event. Maybe they're doing social media as an event is running. Maybe they're helping you flyer, like hand out flyers for an event or stuff envelopes or be at an event and greet people at the door and show them where their table is or put out table tents. Okay, so I could go on and on and on. These are all great tasks that you can assign to an intern. You can even have an intern that manages your volunteers and tells them what to do for events. Great use of young talent there. They do a great job of that, especially because you might wanna have another mind thinking about how to promote these events digitally and through social media, and you've always done it a certain way, but they don't think about it that way. So you could get some great feedback and institute some great new policies with a new mind thinking about it, and interns can do a great job of this. Now, obviously, I'm in the web design world, And so I have definitely trained my fair share of interns to update client sites. And I have also worked with clients who have had interns finish out the websites that we have started building for them. And it is with very mixed experiences that I have gone through this, like mixed outcomes, I should say. Make sure that if you are going to have an intern update your website, that you train them how to do it first because you don't. And when I say train them, I mean like how to put it in to make it work right, but then also how to format it so that way it looks like the rest of the site. Because otherwise they're just wasting their time. It's not going to work. That stinks. Everybody's frustrated. And then if they put it in and it's not formatted like everything else, it makes you look unprofessional and that's not what you want. So make sure that you give them those parameters before they get started. Now, If you are going to do a broader update and you are going to try to do something, say, fancy, make sure that you have, and fancy goes for both web design and for print design. If you're going to design something that is a pretty robust print campaign or printed material like a big annual report and you want to rebrand it all, make sure that you have an intern that has experience designing print materials and can make creative stuff that you like to look at. And if you want to have a web design intern come in and maybe extend the functionality of your site or update sections of your site and add information, just make sure that they know what they're doing. Unfortunately, a lot of web design interns don't come out of college really knowing a ton about web design and it's because it changes so fast that unless you're doing it every single day it's difficult to keep up with so programmers and web designers learn so much in their first few years of work that sometimes it's really difficult to hire a quality intern to help you accomplish a project like that I was actually an intern hired to develop a website for a company when I first got out of college and 
I'm telling you, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> None. I learned that you need to template things and make things replicable. That's where I learned it. Yeah, because I designed a website with like 100 pages and I didn't have a template where I could change the navigation in just one spot. And so when they decided to rename the pages of their site, I had to go change it on 100 different pages. Yeah, lesson learned. But here's the deal. Their website was still built that way. So the next person that had to go in and update it had to deal with my lack of experience. And that would be the rest of your experience dealing with the website. So ew. Yeah, so don't really do that to yourself. I think that just make sure that your intern has the skills that you need like for the projects that you're going to produce. You just can't assume that a student in school for graphic design can write and you can't assume that a student in school for graphic design can build a website because they're not overlapping in school. They're separate things. Another trick I find extremely valuable with interns is to make sure that they have a direct report who is not upper level management. They need to be working for someone who has a little bit of white space in their day. Maybe your upper level management does have that. I don't have that. So most of the time I'm hiring an intern that's going to work for another person in my company. For example, I have hired social media interns that work for our lead and senior social media writer. So that writer reviews those interns work and guides them to do better work on behalf of our company and that's a win-win for everybody because then that social media writer can get more stuff done and the intern gets the experience of working on a team and working for someone who does what they do or a plan to do every day and the same thing applies for like my account service people. Sometimes they just need an extra set of hands. And so we'll hire them an intern and that intern would work directly reporting right to that account service person, helping manage clients and helping them get through their day, delivering anything that needs to be delivered, answering questions, whatever it is, stuffing envelopes, whatever it is, right? But they're not working for me because I tend to not be able to have enough bandwidth to really nurture an intern the way that they need to be nurtured. They need to go with a person who's going to be able to help them learn how to do the job that they're doing every day and that's not doing what I'm doing every day. Okay, so I don't know if any of those things match up with what you were thinking of with hiring an intern or match the needs that you have in your organization right now for marketing. But the next question that people always ask me after we talk about, you know, whether or not they're going to hire an intern is where do I find these people? Where can I find an intern? And I always go to my local colleges. I'm really lucky because we are in a college town. I look for the degree programs that would produce the type of skills that I need in an intern. And then I reach out to the professors, especially the academic advisors, because the academic advisors are the people that are nurturing and guiding the students through their course load. And they oftentimes refer one or two people to me to potentially hire as an intern. You can also look 
for a professor or faculty member that teaches a class that would potentially produce the types of skills that you want out of your intern. So if you don't have a college in your town, you could look at high school classes. You could also look at trade schools. You could look at clubs that might potentially yield the types of skills that you're looking for. And from their leaders, you would potentially be able to make contact with students who are looking for internship experiences. And here's the deal, a lot of college programs now do require an internship experience for their students to graduate, which is wonderful because it makes those students so much more equipped to move out into the working world and have a successful first job. Now, if you are thinking about hiring a summer intern, you should probably start looking around March or April because most of the ambitious students are already thinking about summer and summer work experiences. So getting in front of the motivated ones means you probably need to start looking a little earlier than it might be on your radar. So spring break time is around the time that I think you should probably start looking for your marketing interns. Okay, friends, so let's recap really quick before I let you go. Marketing interns can be totally awesome. They can bring fresh ideas to your organization and they're very good at doing routine tasks that you have well-documented for them. Things like writing blog posts, press releases, social media, creating graphics or flyers or even business cards, doing photography, working as event support, social media. Did I say social media already? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay, anyway, social media. Good at these things. They're very good at these things. Just realize that they are entry-level employees and this is a new experience that you are affording them. Do not get an intern if you're a perfectionist, if you don't want to manage them, and don't hire your kids' friends, okay? Or your friends' kids. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. I haven't even experienced that. I haven't had to hire my kids' friends yet because my kids are so little. I don't know if I would do that or not. I'll let you know when I make that mistake, okay? (laughs) I'll let you know how it goes. All right. And then if you're going to be looking for an intern, look to local colleges, trade schools, tech schools, clubs, high school clubs, high school teachers, look for the place where the students are going to be getting the training and the skills that you seek for your marketing team. And there you have it. So much intern stuff. Okay, I'm gonna do another episode on interns where I'm gonna talk about some tips for managing them in case you have decided that you're gonna, you know, hire an intern. And I will release that soon because man, Hiring one is only half the battle, right? You got to actually get them to do great work for you. If you want the show notes for this episode, you can find them on maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. (laughs) 